Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. December 5th, 2020. The Sacred Tort. Appreciating Ninjas. Nude Recreation. The Bermuda Triangle. And Advent. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Hello. How are you? I am. I don't know. Okay. I'm a lot of words ran through my head. Mm -hmm. I almost said fantabulous, but then Ooh. that felt... No, I like no, it. No, it felt inauthentic to me. I don't know yeah, that you I would can never ever say, fantabulous. say that word. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. You would never say that. You're good? Yes. I'm good. I'm good. I'm it's, in a good place. I'm glad you are. And I'm here. I guess that makes this a good place. It's Saturday? Saturday. December the what? December the 5th. 20 shopping days till Christmas, everybody. Wah, wah. Raise your hand if you have bought a single Christmas present this year. Well, how do you define Christmas present? Is it something you wait until Christmas to open? Because if that's the case, nobody in our family can raise their hand. Right. Because we suck at waiting until Christmas. Well, and by we, you mean mostly who? Um... Everyone, you. everyone through my influence, we are, and I don't take credit for that. This is a, a hand-me-down from my grandpa, Vinsel. Yes, it's true. You cannot wait for a present to be opened. If any gifts, as we visited them, were in fact opened on time, we still knew what they were ahead of time right. because he couldn't wait. And I love that about him. I will say that... He told us what they were in case <laughs> nobody put that together. He'd be like, hey, come here. And he tell you, <laughs> that box over there has got something, something in it. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I did buy new pajamas for everyone in the family for St. Nicholas Day, which is for the listener slash viewer. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Us, it's yeah. on Sunday. This is, uh, where was it? Was it Norway? Somewhere over in the Scandinavians. This today is, in fact. Yeah. 
St. Nicholas Eve. And yes, St. Nicholas Eve. I was also doing a little... Sinterklaas. Okay. Oh, look at you. Yeah. You've got the official word. Yeah. I was doing a little light Googling around today. I saw some places fully celebrate St. Nicholas Eve, and I yeah. got all confused and freaked out. It's okay. I didn't need to freak out. It's probably Sinterklaas. Yes. Nicol St. Nicholas Day is still December 6th. Yes. But today is not December 6th. What day is it? It's the 5th. I've said that already. It have is... you had too much to drink? I have. Okay. Possibly. Maybe. A little. Maybe. Not a little too much to drink, but a little to drink. A little to drink. We've, we've, yes, that's a fair statement. Okay. We've had a little to drink. Okay. What is today? You, Your job is this one. you got to say it first. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Neither of us can say the French. So we've been uh, basically playing a game of chicken over who's going to do yes, this. Yes, it's you. It's National Sacher Tort Day. It's Sacher a, Tort. It's kind of French, but it's also not French. It's Austrian, which makes me think it's different than Sacher. Okay. In Austria, they speak German. Yeah. How do you say it, Mr. German? I would throw some grunt on it and be like, Sacher. Oh, okay. Well, what is it? It's a unique type of chocolate cake mm -hmm. invented in Austria by Franz Sacher. I'm going to Sacher. Something. In 1832. Now, at the age of 16, Franz was the sole apprentice. Apprentice. <laughs> Good. New this words. A, New word episode. Uh, he was the sole apprentice to the royal chef. Mm -hmm. The prince. Interruptions. Family, thanks. The prince requested. A... You did that like I'm going to edit this. I'm not. You I all believe... heard the I... ring unedited. I left. I left space for editing. You're used to your show. This I is am not... used to my show. I've been doing it for five years. This is not that. Okay. Yes, sole apprentice to the royal chef. The prince requested a special dessert for he and his guests. Mm -hmm. The chef was ill, so Franz answered the call, creating this cake. Franz's son, Edouard, later perfected the recipe, layering, and, and thank you, Edouard, because this sounds delicious, yeah. layering, layering apricot jam between rich chocolate sponge cake and topping it with chocolate icing. Mm -hmm. Edward, you and I, were on the same page with this. Well, this is my German influence in your life. It, that definitely. So what's the difference between a tort and a cake? That's a great question. Please tell me. Okay. Well, tort is a cake, but not all cake is a tort. Yes. Torts use very little... It's the old square rectangle, yeah. rectangle, square thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, torts use very little flour. Whereas, for example, my famous chocolate cake, I call it famous because it is famous. other people say that. I don't I would to be spread, a braggart. I would spread apricot jam on it and eat two pieces. That sounds delicious. Together. We've never done that, but we we'll should. We'll try it. My chocolate cake calls for two cups of sugar, two cups of flour, all combined with a stick of butter. Mm -hmm. Torts use very little flour often substituting it for it with uh, ground nuts or breadcrumbs, giving it a heavier base and a tighter crumb. Yes. A true aficionado mm -hmm. would recognize the crumb of their cake. Mm, definitely. If you watch a lot of shows like Great British Bake Off, shows in that genre, mm -hmm. then people talk about the crumb. I am not uh, learned enough 
this it's but it's the artistic mm-hmm. appreciation perspective. Hey, yeah. I don't know, but I know what I like. Yes. You know that you like a tort. I do like a tort. Now, torts tend to be layered crosswise with ganache, mm. frosting, or fruit. Mm. The total number of layers is definitely up to that chef who's preparing it. All in all, this Sacher tort day is definitely worthy of your most focused celebration, but yes. do please enjoy it responsibly. Responsible. Yes. Um, one recommendation is that you have a good stout coffee to have yes, with your tort. that sounds so good. We'll do our best. We're actually, as soon as we finish recording, we're going to the store. We may not find a tort. We'll find something, and we will have a good stout coffee with stout it. Stout coffee for December the 5th. Now, if that wasn't enough... Oh, it's not enough. It can't be, because today is also international, not just regional, international ninja day. This is the day you've been waiting for since we began this show. My whole life, maybe even, mm-hmm. I don't know. Ninjas first appeared in historical documents, arguably around the year 600. Some would say earlier, some would say later. We'll just call it 600. Uh, though, their real popularity did not occur until the 15th century. Whoa, so they were just like doing their thing for hundreds of years. Well, let's continue and it will explain why. Okay. They were covert agents, sometimes mercenaries, originating in feudal Japan, Mm -hmm. who at the time, the samurai was the popular, I, I like to think about this like when our own country, the US of A, had its war of independence, the British, what? You're looking at me all weird. <laughs> Most Americans call it the Revolutionary War, but it's fine. Okay. Are you the producer now? Was it not for independence? It was for independence. You are one hateful trollop <laughs> to borrow from our British ancestors. Okay. I, I feel deeply <laughs> wounded right now. I'm debating whether or not to cancel you. I wish someone would cancel me. If I cancel you, it's going to be to the basement where the snakes are. No. Yeah. I don't even want a baby snake in my life. Yeah. Well, just okay. be careful, lady. All right. Okay. Um, this was the period. So, yeah. Our, our war of independence, as I choose to refer to it as. The British arrived with this very normalized form of war where you honorably stood and faced each other and took turns trying to shoot each other from a short distance with an underpowered rifle. Yeah. And we won, ultimately, our independence because we did not fight that way. Right. Well, a similar thing here. The samurai were the very formal, celebrated, wealthy form of recognized, proper way to fight. And the ninja were the sneaky bastards that were... Yeah. Honestly, probably not a whole lot different than what Native Americans fought like this guerrilla yes. warfare. Okay, type thing. I get it. I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, their specialties included espionage, deception, surprise attacks, um, and historical accounts of ninja are scarce. Of course, they're covert. Yes, exactly. If it were otherwise, they would have sucked at their job, mm-hmm. which is why it wasn't until the 1500s that, yeah. All of that. So, eventually then, two prominent ninja clans emerged. Both of them recognized 
and celebrated because their training and development of the ninja was far superior Hmm. to anyone else. There Mm -hmm. were plenty of other ninjas out there. They just weren't as refined, as specialized. All right. Now, many of the ninjas from these two clans are now famous historical figures, Hattori Hanzo being one of them, whose name we see occurring not accurately, but we see the name occurring even in the Kill Bill movies from the 1990s. Directed by? Tarantino. Yes. Quentin, comma, in there somewhere. Yeah. Now, even today, This is beautiful to me. There are research centers devoted to the study and preservation of ninja history. One of them offers a graduate, a master's degree, to which only three Mm. student Mm -hmm. enrollments are admitted each year. And it is only these highly screened individuals who are even allowed to read the historical ninja documents. I, of course, was one of those students. In fact, the first one through the program chosen because of the time that I was abducted as a child and then raised by ninjas. Anybody who is a longtime listener to the birthing stages of Sorta Awesome knows this whole story. And Awesome Today. Awesome Today, I'm sorry, yes. Um, Sorta Awesome. That was such a deep cut into Awesome Today history. Yeah. Yeah. So cheers to those of you. Happy International Ninja Day to you. To me, I think it requires that we do something sneaky around the procurement of a ganache, cake, jam, thing, a tort. I can get on board with that. Whether or not it's a sachet tort, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm so glad to know that. December. You know more about me now. I do a lot. December the 5th, 1929, the American League for Physical Culture is established. Sounds innocent. It sounds so innocent. It sounds mm-hmm. like a PE. It's like a bunch of PE teachers. Yeah. Physical culture. Well, it's it's PE humanity. It was a PE teacher that married a humanities <gasps> instructor. Right. It's the perfect blend. One might think because it's the American League for Physical Culture. It's established in New York City. Now, due to a police raid of their gymnasium in 1931, a few years later, uh, all charges were dismissed by the court. They they reorganized again, taking the name of, get ready for this, because this is what they've been from the beginning. You're, you're getting a peek now. The International Nudist League. What? All of you were peeking at nudists just now. Yep. Their inaugural meeting was in August of 1932, and it consisted of three clubs. The name then changed again, this time to the, <laughs> the International Nudist Conference. Yes. Understand, they, this is like the overarching, it's the organizational, hey, all of you separate nudist sects, we are the unitive formation so that we can band together for yes. nudity. Together for unity. For nudity. Nudity. Unity for nudity. Ooh, just be careful that it's not unity within nudity. No, it's unity for nudity. That'll get you some spiritual problems. Well, in 1933, the Comstock Law was invoked against them, demanding that they could not distribute (laughs) their periodical, The Nudist, through the United States Postal Service. Yeah, can't, can't do it. Bunch of prudes in America. That's right. 
That's to, right. Trying to shut down the nudist. I'm just trying to show you what I'm working with. Why is the law going to come in? Exactly. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court decided, you know what? Here in America, free speech and free nudity. Yeah. Free the peens. Free them for everyone. What'd you say? Peens. Peens? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's the abbreviated version. Of penis? <laughs> You're dirty. I'm just trying to say, I didn't make this up. You said peens. I did say peens, but look, it's the nudist magazine. Well, weren't there some vagines? There were some vagines. There were some peens. Okay. I'm not going to lie about this. There was also probably a lot of bodies you actually didn't even want to be looking at. I'm going to go ahead and say all of them. <laughs> all of them. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court did, in fact, decide, you know what? You can send your periodical, the nudist, through the mail. Years yes. later, listen, the organization, they've had a really hard time, like, uh, landing on listen, their identity. I didn't include this in the notes. Oh, no. There was some internal turmoil. Of course. Some jousting, if you will. No, nope, I hate it. who might be in charge. Don't do it. One of the, the no original founders. <laughs> it happened. One of the original founders, he did branch off, okay. ultimately. And they, they had broken away from him. Oh. Um, this group that continues through our reading broke away from him because he was ultimately stealing money. Big shocker. Ooh. Um, he, again, not in, in your notes here, he did go ahead and he pursued a version, what he would, in his words, what he called kind of a Christian slash YMCA approach to nudist groups. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you work with what's in front of you. Right? That's right, what God gave you. That too. That okay. Too. Well, whew, the organization had to change its name again. It became the American Sunbathing Association, which I'm yeah. sorry, that's a little bit... Uh, it's, it's a little tricky. There. It's a little perfect. Okay. I think it was masterfully done. Their periodical also underwent a name change. It became Sunshine and Health. Yeah, now they're tricking you. They're, the old yeah. trick em dick em. Oh, okay. Is that inappropriate? No, because by 1995, the year I graduated from yeah. high school, the association had grown to 50,000 members. And again, changed its name, this time finally becoming the American Association for Nude Recreation. That feels better. And of course, then, we're known by the AANR Listen, abbreviation. Everybody wants to be able to do their recreation how they want to do it. Some people right. want to do it in the nude. Currently, they charter around 200. Currently today. To this today. day, they charter around 260 nudist resorts and campgrounds. That's right. Because if you're going to go camping, just... You might as well pitch a tent. Be one with... Oh, man. Hey, that was my dirty dad joke, okay? That was a very dirty... That's <laughs> like the dirty stepdad joke. Uh, also, campgrounds across the U.S., because if you're going to go camping, you may as well take your clothes off. In their own words, the AANR exists to protect, promote, provide, and preserve... Nude recreation. Yeah. I highly respect their alliteration. I like that. I like too that it's not just being nude, mm -mm. but it's recreating yeah. while you're nude. Anybody can be nude lazing around their house. Yeah. They have a website. Of course they do. Of course they do. And one of their blog posts on their website is titled Nudist Travel in an Environmentally Sound Manner. Yes. It offers 
that one of the most eco-friendly types of vacation is, of course, the naycation. Yes, indeed it is. In case you didn't put two and two together, a naycation is a naked vacation. Yes. Less clothing, you guys, it means less luggage. Less luggage means better fuel economy. Protect your wallet. Protect the planet. Indeed. Take your clothes off. Indeed. When you go on vacation. This is amazing to me. Not as amazing as the story you're about to tell. Well, maybe more so. Um, my story is different. 1945. Nobody's naked. Just spoiler alert. Well, they might be. They might be. We don't know for sure. They're naked and dead. and that's not, They're dead. That's not as fun as naked and recreating. Or naked and famous. Isn't there a song to that tune? Probably. Something. Anyway, 1945... Five U.S. Navy Avenger torpedo bombers took off from Fort Lauderdale Naval Air Base, of course, that is in Florida. Of course it is. They were on a routine three-hour training mission. The schedule was to fly 120 miles due east, then north for another 73, then back home. A big triangle. It almost sounds like a triangle. A triangle, if you will. And in fact, the area over which they were to fly was the Bermuda Triangle. Do you think right now you could insert the music for Unsolved Mysteries? You could, except that everybody knows what happened. Okay. They never returned. Yeah. There's no mystery. It's unsolved. It's just, that's what happened. So this, Flight 19 was the designation of this group of five planes and 14 airmen who were lost as were the additional 13 crew members of a search party that went out to find them, all of them gone. Yeah, like, don't lose that fact, okay? So, yes, it's tragic that the original crew members were lost, but then the search right. party disappeared, too. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of chit-chat around how and why that was, but, mm. of course, nothing, nothing confirmed. Mm. So, radio communication actually went on for a very extended amount of time while this this group was lost. They indicated that much of their instrumentation and certainly and especially their compasses were not working. None of them able to figure out where are we. Yeah. And even a little bit of crosstalk back and forth between the leader of the group and the others saying, I think we're here. No, there's no way we're there. But everybody ultimately fell in line, chain of command. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There was a, wow, 
loud outside noise that may or may not have come through on the sound. Anyway, there was an extensive, extensive search effort put forth by the Navy beyond this original just 13 folks who'd also died searching. And at the end of it all, the Navy published a 500-page report. Wow. And really all that that report was was assumption that they said, while the pilots thought they were in the Florida Keys, more likely they were much further northeast in the Bahamas, that their instruments hadn't failed, rather that the pilots had just ceased to trust them, blah, 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 blah. Isn't that just like the U.S. military to blame the victims of the the Bermuda Triangle? government with a B, the government. Mm -hmm. Well, in 1991, then, many lays, many lays, Many years later, that was what I was searching for. Many years later, a treasure hunting expedition had announced that they had found the wreckage of five Avengers off the coast of Florida. And there was a lot of confusion in all of this. Um, they, they saw, didn't get up near to, over time, years gone by, get closer to no actual affirmation ever that the tail numbers on the planes matched, but... The, the the lead of this group, the, the lead treasure hunter, he was reported as having said that it suited both he and the Pentagon to make the story go away. Oh, shoot. Yes. Well, Who knows? at least he's telling the truth about that part. Well, at least part of the truth. Yeah. So between 1942 and 1945, 95... 95 aviation personnel were lost in this region, Mm. multiple planes. Mm -hmm. Many of the searches done over the years have located scattered debris across the ocean floor. Nothing ever, though, confirming that it's related to Flight 19. Mm -hmm. In 2013, the Freedom of Information Act request for documentation was more or less denied. Mm -hmm. The story coming from the government was that, hey, without accurate identification of any of the wreckage found, there's just no information to release. That is some classic government bullshit. Classic government. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got to offer on that. I know it leaves a lot out there. You can go search Flight 19. There are shows, movies, all the things that would relate to stuff around this. That's right. You could also search Bermuda Triangle, likewise, and found, find, found. You could search it and found, find, language, past tense, present, all the things. You could find more information. In the meantime, you guys are sick of hearing us talk about this, but we had a little ice storm. We had an ice storm. There's a lot going on. The lem, the lambs, the lambs, the lambs, the lambs of trees, (laughs) the limbs of the trees of which were broken down by the ice have been stacked up for weeks. Apparently the city has decided now is the time. That's the noises. If you hear them, if you hear them, there are crews picking up the limbs outside. Now we're going to do a little Advent talk. Please do. Because you know what? Advent continues. Because you just finished the last story by... Not only yourself saying bullshit, but insisting that I say it. And now you want to transition into churchy things. I didn't say churchy things, but I did say Advent. That's a churchy thing. Okay. uh, Are you ashamed of the church? I'm not ashamed of the church 
ever at all. Okay. Would you like to do some of the reading? I'll do the reading. Okay, our first reading is from Isaiah 30. This is a selection of verses, mostly 19 to 21, 23 to 26. Okay, again, reminding you, Isaiah is prophecy. Yes. And here we go. Thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, O people of Zion who dwell in Jerusalem, no more will you weep. He will be gracious to you when you cry out. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. The Lord will give you the bread you need and the water for which you thirst. No longer will your teacher hide himself, but with your own eyes you shall see your teacher, while from behind a voice shall sound in your ears. This is the way, walk in it, when you would turn to the right or to the left. He will give rain for the seed that you sow in the ground, and the wheat that the soil produces will be rich and abundant. On that day, your flock will be given pasture, and the lamb will graze in spacious meadows. The oxen and the asses that till the ground will eat silage tossed to them with shovel and pitchfork. Mm -hmm. Upon every high mountain and lofty hill, there will be streams of running water. On the day that the great slaughter, on the day of the great slaughter, when the towers fall, the light of the moon will be like that of the sun, and the light of the sun will be seven times greater, like the light of seven days. On the day the Lord binds up the wounds of his people, he will heal the bruises left by his blows. That's um, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot from Isaiah. I love that we're camping out so firmly in Isaiah mm -hmm. in these Old Testament readings for Advent. Most of this passage speaks to abundance, to the abundance that God is able to cry. He will be gracious when you cry out. As soon as he hears you, will he will answer you. We've been tracking with a lot of teaching yeah. along this idea that as soon as you make a request, it's actually answered. And then it's a matter of allowing yourself to be in the, in the posture of receiving it. Yeah. And that's been really huge. But the, this most of this reading goes to got, goes on to talk about uh, how he will provide. Like when you sow your seed, he's going to provide rain for it. Like it's a it to me, this passage from Isaiah is so beautiful in depicting the cooperative work yes. of creation between God and His people. Whether it is literally out in the fields growing crops. Or if it's in 2020 and you're creating things in your own home, you're creating things in your business place, that it's this cooperative effort and that he yeah. is there as you even just like mention your request, he's answering it. And it's the work of his people on an individual level, on a collective level, we're cooperating for. But not the work, creation. not the work all the way through. And I think that's been the thing we've seen most recently. It's not... The work all the way through it's that you do the the smallest of things mm -hmm. which would be planting yeah and yeah. that everything else everything else is provided and yes exactly and that can be a difficult thing to Very wrestle with difficult. especially in our culture of yes. hey if you want it go get it exactly it's different than that it is so there's this picture of being able to put the seed into the ground and trusting God himself to come along mm -hmm. and water and nurture that seed into growth that is a huge thing another big thing from this passage that's 
brings out to me is that it says, with your own eyes, you shall see your teacher while from behind a voice shall sound in your ears. This is the way, walk in it. When you would turn to the right or to the left, this has become a popular blessing to give, I think, amongst Christians to each other. May God make straight the path for you. May he yeah. show you the path to walk on. And it really reflects back to Ignatian spirituality, this idea yes. of discernment, of listening for God's prompting as you make your way. Which but, is really a sorting through of how you feel Yeah, with the faith that you will be made to feel in the right way. Yeah, exactly. Now, this passage from the Old Testament in today's readings ends with, on the, de on the day the Lord binds up the wounds of his people, he will heal the bruises left by his blows. So I would like for you, if you want to, the response comes from Psalm 147. Okay. Share some of that with us, please, sir. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing praise to our God, for he is gracious. It is fitting to praise him. The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem. The dispersed of Israel he gathers. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He tells the number of the, of the stars. He calls each by name. Mm -hmm. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. To his wisdom there is no limit. The Lord sustains the lowly. The wicked he casts to the ground. So obviously we hear this repetition of the idea that the Lord heals the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. He binds up their wounds. This was so fascinating to me. He tells the number of the stars and he calls each by name. So throughout humanity, we've been looking at the stars. We've been coming up with our own names for constellations. We are limited in our understanding of the stars by what we can see either by our own physical eyes or even by telescopes. But we know that our universe, oh, she's but one of a vast... Our galaxy. Our galaxy. Yes, is one in the universe. Is one in a universe of many. Yes. Many, many, many. And God knows all of those individual stars by name. Um, the Alleluia is the Lord is our judge, our lawgiver, our king. He it is who will save us. The gospel, we're still in St. Matthew, is from St. Matthew 9. Before we jump there. Okay. Again, to consume all of this as a continuation rather than just piece by piece. Mm -hmm. This idea that justice comes, that the evil will be dealt with, that from prior readings, again, that, that our, our ruler Christ will have the wisdom and the mercy to, to look and judge each according to their ability, their yeah. capability. Right. And that it's those who are wicked in their heart yeah. who will be judged severely. Exactly. Exactly. So returning to the Gospel of St. Matthew, we've got a story. Okay. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them. Are you sure this is today? I'm absolutely okay. positive. It feels familiar to yesterday. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned. Yes, different reason for the pity. Like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits 
to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. Jesus then sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received. Without cost you are to give. So again, we have this repetition of the theme from Isaiah, from Psalm, the idea that the, it is the Lord himself who heals our wounds, who binds up the brokenhearted. In this passage from St. Matthew, we have Christ himself going around curing every disease and illness as much as he could in his own humanity and limited only by his own humanity, healing individually. Yeah. In each village he went to, healing disease, healing illness. And yet he looked at the crowds and, of course, in his, his humanity, he was like, I can't. I'm one human fullness of the Godhead bodily. I can do anything. But in the limitations of humanity, I can only heal as many as I can get to. And so he begins to send out his people. And I love this idea of, again, tying into the bigger picture of Advent, this longing for restoration. Mm -hmm. And so restoration comes initially in the one person of the Messiah. But after Christ's death and resurrection and ascension into heaven, that we, it's us, we're given the ministry of reconciliation. We're given the ministry of healing. We're giving the ministry of restoring, bringing God's kingdom to earth as we are going about and healing along the way. Yeah. And so we have this idea that it is God ultimately who heals. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that it could never have been one Messiah, one person on this earth, limited by the constraints of humanity, that ultimately was going to have to be about going out into the community and that it's the body of Christ on earth in the sense of the church when there's this transition from God, from Christ and his humanity as one body to the body of Christ, which is a, a, an image of the church, a word for the church who is going out uh, in, in doing the healing and the work of restoration. That's a lot. So, That's a lot. It's good. Those are Advent thoughts. For those are the Advent thoughts. Mm -hmm. Should we do a trending? Let's do this. Do you want it or you want me to take you it? You go for okay. it. Trending Warner Media announced, and this is not small, it's smaller than Advent, but it's not small, mm -hmm. that it is going to dump its entire 2021 theatrical slate on HBO Max at the same time that these things screen in cinemas. Yes. So The Matrix 4, mm -hmm. Godzilla vs. Kong, Dune, Denzel Washington's The Little Things. Literally everything that will go to theaters in 2021, they will make available to all of us Americans and arguably anyone internationally who knows how to implement a VPN yes. to pretend like they are in America. Mm -hmm. This will all be available from the comfort of your non-COVID infected sofa in your own home so you don't have to brave the theaters to watch current movies. That's a big thing. It's a huge thing in our own home. Who are the two pizzas most enthused by this? Well, place? transitioning fully into rural and watch, read, listen lifestyle for watch in 2021, 
on HBO Max for the twins, especially Godzilla versus Kong. It's more important than anything else. You guys, Godzilla versus Kong was originally slated for Thanksgiving of 2020. I know this. We talked about it six months in advance. Oh my gosh, we've been talking about this. The twins have taken it in stride. The virus, the masks, the change to their life, not going to school anymore. The thing that has disturbed them the most yes, it's this. is the delay of Godzilla versus Kong being released. Yes. And the dog barks. The dogs are worried about the limbs being removed. But how delighted they will be in our own home we can enjoy the Godzilla versus the Kong. Do not call him King Kong. It no, is no, not King it's Kong. just Kong. It is Kong. If you call him King Kong, Mac will correct you. Please do not do that. Indeed. Okay. Hey, that's enough dogs. They're worried. So for Reed, well, you can certainly go read all about Flight 19. Yeah. There is actually a book by Larry Cush, I'm assuming is how you pronounce it, K-U-S-C-H-E. We've had some deliberation about how you yep. say his last name. Meg said something terrible. I refuse to repeat. <laughs> the Disappearance of Flight 19. Did I say 91 a minute ago? No, you said 19. Okay. That's right. The Disappearance of Flight 19. Mm -hmm. This is his book, but there are many other resources as well. You oh, should check gosh. It out. So many about the Bermuda Triangle, but that's about specifically... And it comes highly rated on Amazon, The Disappearance of Flight 19. Perfect. Listening, good luck. We have nothing. Well, we're making our way through our Spotify. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listening to a lot of baby lullabies and, of course, Sunflower by Postman. <laughs> yes, over and over. Yes. We have two lifestyles. Mm. One, selfishly, I will claim. I received and I'm wearing today for those of you video watchers my shipment from J Crew. I got a handful of shirts I'm wearing today. A it's kind of a mix between a light gray and a faint green yeah. um, Henley long sleeve T-shirt. It is you did a the classier way to wear a T-shirt. Yeah, you did a little Black Friday shopping. They had yes. some sales ready. Yes. You're absolutely right. This is the classy way to wear a T-shirt because I would imagine. Wearing it, it feels like a t-shirt. It's absolutely t-shirt. And J. Crew, I've, I've sampled a few different companies' versions of the, the long sleeve Henley. I'm stroking my own arm as I talk about this. It's a very soft, I think it's a slub cotton. Um, and I don't know what that means other than that it's extra soft. Yeah. And it looks good on you. And with the addition of the three buttons, it dresses it up more than your regular Only one of which is visible below my beard. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Every time I look down, my beard covers the whole thing. So I can't tell you. Right. What else are we doing lifestyle-wise? Well, yours. Well, on the Suburban, she needed a little a little repair. Yes. Uh, that Provided way. by who we purchased her from. That's right. The rear windshield had some issues going on. We've been back and forth a little trying to schedule it. It's getting dark on a Friday now, and we're waiting for that to be completed. But... Here we go. Getting we got we took Big Girl into our neighborhood mechanic. Big Girl is in fact the nickname. Oh, I forgot. Of the did we not vehicle. say that? I don't think we. We have. did not establish her name's Big Girl because yes. she is a big old girl. Yes, she is. We took her in. We got her all fixed up with our mechanic. Fresh oil change. Fresh transmission servicing done. All kinds of good stuff. She's all all fired and all going. I'm, I'm a little distracted there's by... A, there's a lot going on in the front There's a lot yard. happening out front. Anyway, yeah, 
it's so nice to get everything just like tick yeah. off the boxes of. But the the windshield repair thing, so that's not something something that a lot of people have done with any frequency. Mm -hmm. uh, we're a bit of an oddity in that we've we've had to do that a few times. That's a long story we'll tell but another It's another day. day. It's another day. But this particular company who's doing this, they come to your home mm -hmm. and they repair the windshield on the property. And yeah. so you find yourself in a mess. That's a service that is available. And it's pretty awesome yeah. because you don't have to take time away from work. You don't exactly. have to do figure out transportation, whatever, they literally just come and do the thing. Just like this crew is just clearing like a lot of stuff I'm eager. Out of I'm eager to end this episode and go watch them take away the yards and yards, metric tons even perhaps of debris from our backyard that's now in our front yard that they're taking. Hey, before we wrap up, seriously, in all seriousness, tomorrow St. Nicholas Day, mm -hmm. your patron saint. Yeah. St. Nicholas, I don't know if there is another saint that is as as meaningful to you. There is none. Like our culture is all like, oh, jolly old St. Nick, but you yeah, and the real culture, the Saint real Saint Nick, Nick are like tight. You there is a there are multiple, I'm sure. There is a specific site to which I don't recall the exact URL that tell tells the unconfirmed because it was so long ago writings persisting through time and whatnot. The stories of this man, maybe tomorrow we'll ex I think get we into should, some I of those a little bit. I think we should have a real St. Nicholas-centric episode yeah. tomorrow. But I was going to say, happy eve of St. Nicholas I to was, you, sir. First, thank you. And first I was going to say he was a man's man. But I think in reality, he was a human's human. Yes. He he flexed fully into yes. who he was. Now I want to go ahead and just start recording tomorrow's episode. <laughs> Uh, now you're vibing what, with St. Nick. What a stallion. He was. So anyway, get in that mindset yes. because it is the eve of St. Nicholas. Happy to you. Yes. All right. That's it and that's that. That's or it's it, it and that's that. Yeah. Or however that Let's goes. go watch the construction. We're going to do it. In the meantime, may all of you have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. You would think, with the notoriety that it has achieved, that people would steer clear of the Bermuda Triangle. I mean, there is a whole lot of ocean to explore. Doesn't it just make sense to avoid that area? Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.